has anything shifted mentally as far as your perception of women or perception of relationships? Like what what do what do women in relationships look like to you now, you know, while you're going through this? What's your relationship status? Not legally separated, but separated for sure. Uh, headed towards divorce. Now, I was nervous about this podcast because I was like, maybe I need to give my homie a little time to get through this first before <laughs> we just jump in, you know, so he can talk about it. But it's one of those things where life happens one way or the other, and, you know, we are still going through it. So last time you and I talked, you were bro that's when everything had just popped off though okay like yeah it was like probably end of very end of february beginning of april no march okay but even before that the last time we did the podcast mm -hmm. were you married or single i was married and now you we're at this position where you're separated about to get divorced mm -hmm. okay so i think the, the one of the first questions is how you go from there to now? I know mm. it's a long story, no, it's but not. I mean, no, it's oh. not. No, it's <laughs> okay, not. my no, bad. No, sorry, sorry. Not. I think maturity and values are just two things that are very important in any relationship. Okay, and it can't be a one-sided thing. I think throughout the duration of my relationship, I've, I, it's been clear that my wife, because she's still my wife, is not as mature but there's also not been any tangible evidence or efforts towards getting any better. So it, it's when you couple that with outrageous amounts of disrespect, there's just nothing else. So it really is just that simple. Okay. So I always want to make sure that the, the podcast doesn't become a situation or a space or environment where we're just here to rag on and dog mm -hmm. women. Right. Correct. Okay. So, did you just make a bad choice? Not like she was a bad choice, but a bad choice for you. Was there were there signs that you felt like you missed as far as the compatibility? Did somebody just end up pregnant, and you was just like, "Well, can you pinpoint some things as you look back to go?" I probably should have paid attention to mm -hmm. that, and I probably okay. What what were some of those? So I would say my life has consisted of making bad decisions and manipulating people to get my desired outcome. Okay. And eventually realizing that that was a bad decision because what, what I've grown to realize even from doing my homework is it's funny how you, they say you get what you, you get what you are or something like that. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. You attract who you are or something like that. And in me being the quote unquote good guy, which is not coming from a genuine place. I then get people who are looking for a, a good guy who aren't who they are either. Who you see what I'm saying? Like, okay, okay. I ended up, I mm. end up getting somebody that's just as manipulative because now they're trying to make themselves into somebody that they're not to mm. attract the type of good guy that I am. Mm. And I think that's been pretty consistent for a while. And it was like it's kind of mind blowing when I think about it. But yeah, I think that's just been it, man. I've never been a whole individual that has been stable mentally and emotionally 
to choose somebody. Mm. So I then made decisions based off of my lack, and anybody could fit the bill at that play at that point. Because mm. you're, I just need you to appear to be something that I need in that season, and that's why it ends up going downhill so bad. Yeah, because it's like you really were just for a moment in time based off of something that wasn't probably even tangibly real. I appreciate the vulnerability to say, yeah, I'll talk about this right now and not wait until whenever. What what makes you comfortable to to do that? I think that's just really one of the things like in my mission for my platform that I'm supposed to bring to the world for other men. I think it's a lot of people who live in these spaces that they can't be real with themselves. So they go through life depicting something that they think is manhood, that they think is being good, being honest, whatever, and mm-hmm. it's not. It's not who anybody really is, but it's who the world or culture tells you you think you should be. And you end up just as jacked up, if not worse, or, or in miserable relationships or, you know, whatever. I don't know, suicidal, whatever. It really goes down deep mm-hmm. when a man doesn't know who he is because I think that's where a lot of this came from is me not having a clue of who I was. Everything that I thought about me was based off of other people. It was never based off of who Anthony thought he was. Mm-hmm. And that's a that's a long, hard road, especially when you get to a place where you want to do different and you want to be better and you want to associate yourself with the right people, but then you have so much junk and drama and trauma attached to you that you'll never attract those people respectfully mm-hmm. because you just, you know, you haven't got to the core of what the problem is to actually do something about it. Yeah, I just think that's just my mission. I do. I think it's my purpose in life is to create safe space safe spaces and safe haven for men to come be real, to get whole healthy and healed, man. That's that's the mission, you know, and it's got to start with me. I think I was pushing the agenda because God gives me the vision and the foresight, but I hadn't done the work for myself. Hmm. And until you're able to do that work, you're never going to be able to impact people the way you could. You can have a gift that you could do something on a small level because that's just what it is. Your gift is going to make room in some capacity, but you'll never be able to experience the fullness until you're really able to be what you what what you say you want to be, do the work. You, you talk about realizing, mm-hmm. you know, that you are not in the place that you should be, or rather realizing that you are not who you are supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So what what has that been like? Humbling. It's 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 you have to have a certain level of humility to you to accept those things, and then have a certain resilience to be able to not stay there. Um, I've went through a grave bout of depression to to live in that space for that little time. And it was, was bad, like, because I didn't realize it, but I had been dealing with anxiety and depression for a while. Like I'm talking about years and years ago to the point that where I was very debilitated, but I didn't notice what it was. I couldn't figure out what it was. And then the people that were around me, everybody thinks they can speak you out of you know, like certain situations or it's like it made me think about Job even. Job friends didn't know what was going on. They just was like, nigga, you did something wrong. Like <laughs> right. God mad at you. It's yeah. like, no, it's not a, that's not always the case, bro. And you need to understand that. And so, um, it's I just I had to sit with my mess for a little bit. And then, you know, I was just always intentional about getting better. And so, uh Therapy has been amazing in helping that process. And then um, slowly, you know, 
getting help from other people. You know, you know, that's the whole confession of sins one another that you may be healed. Like, you know, people have also at the same time been very instrumental, certain people, not everybody. You know, through this season, I've had very few people be consistent, be intentional in my life, you know, be a light in the midst of the dark. And I think that has been, that's where wonders, man. So having the humility to accept where I was at, having the resiliency to not want to stay there, um, going to do the work, you know, with my therapist and then surrounding myself around people who really love and care for me. How did I find that out? It's just because they never left. And when I was at my worst, um, has has really been a part of this process for me to, and I'm still clearly on my way um, to get where I'm trying to go in life. So. When you when you say anxiety and and kind of figuring out that that was something that you were, you know, dealing with, mm-hmm. I oftentimes you and I will talk about, um, you know, trying to create content and then try and then uh, uh, some kind of way talking ourselves out of the content that can be so easily made or produced, mm-hmm. you know, um, but then you just don't get to the point to where you, you press publish, you know, is, so it's procrastination, something that made you realize maybe anxiety is cause it's causing me to procrastinate. Are those things yes, connected? Absolutely. Because there's a level of like fear attached to it. Mm-hmm. It's not just like, Oh, I just don't want to do it. It's like, you know, what if it's not received? And for me, it ain't even about like doing it and then publishing it. Or it could be maybe not even getting around to editing it. Like I have an episode I've been sitting on for about three weeks and it's just like, just can't get that, get up and go to get it done. And it's like, anybody who knows me, know I'm a driven person. I'm highly self-motivated. Yeah. Like that's just who I am. But it's like to get into these seasons where I have to, or I get stuff done for other people. Mm. But when it comes to me, I'll sit on it. And I'm just like... Even even in the midst of like people being like, yo, this is your gift. Like, you got it. Like, bro, this your lane. Stay in it. I'm telling you it's going to pop. Just keep at it. And it's just like, yeah, but uh, tomorrow. Yeah. And, you know, I keep waiting for these perfect moments to mm-hmm. create. And it's like, that's a lot of that stuff, man, is just based around this anxiety in my mind, just bracing and not feeling comfortable or safe to really do the things that I know I'm supposed to be doing for whatever the reason, whether that's from when I was a kid or something that happened two weeks ago. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like all that stuff starts to kind of weigh on me. And it's, it's weird because I never thought I was that type of person. And it's mm-hmm. like, it's weird. Cause I used to look down on those people and not knowing I was looking down on them. Yeah. People who were suffering from different things. It's like, man, there ain't nothing wrong with you, bro. You know, because in yeah. my mind, I just get it done. Like, that's just the type of nigga I am. And it's like, no, life happens to us all. Yeah. And you just like them. You just don't even realize it. And it took certain situations to really get me there. You know what I'm saying? So, Has anything shifted mentally as far as your perception of women or perception of relationships? Like, what, what what do women in relationships look like to you? Now, you know, while you're going through this, Mm. I want to say I value it even more because I have a true appreciation for somebody being something to you when you can't be it to yourself. Like you don't know what you need until you need it. And that's the that's some of the things that even happened in my first marriage that were just kind of like abundantly clear. Like this person isn't for you. Like when I was sick, when I was hurt or injured, literally injured, like you didn't care for me. 
And it's weird how I kind of reduplicated that process because I think we're creatures of habit. You naturally, if nothing changes, you're going to put yourself in those same situations. And so I think from my first marriage, I saw how important friendship was. Um, now I think I want to make sure. I, I mean, because I think it's it's it, it's different. It's like uh, I think number one, I I see how important the power to choose is. Mm. To really choose, like I told somebody, I think I told my counselor, I told, told somebody else, I've never chose a woman in my life. I've literally never said, you're the woman I love, I want to be with, I know your flaws, I know everything about you, I still accept it, and I want to be the person to love you through it. I've never did that in my entire life. There's always been, in the case of marriage, a circumstance attached to it, mm -hmm. or some spiritual, well, I, I want to have sex, so... Obligation. Yeah, yeah, some level of obligation. It was never like, take your time, enjoy this person, get to know them. Did y'all have sex? Okay, bro, I don't sweat it, like... You ain't got to make this everyday thing, but it's all right. Like, it's I've just never been through that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or value mm -hmm. somebody enough to honor certain dynamics about the relationship or what it can mean. Mm -hmm. It's different, man. I'm not going to lie, man. But I think still think marriage is one of the best dynamics that you could ever experience in life. Mm -hmm. um, I think women are still some of the most amazing things on this planet. Um, and I, I do value them, and I value it. So... No, it doesn't change, bro. I just, I think I'm smart enough to realize that nothing really wrong with the system. It's the people who don't, who you who misuse the system. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're just going into marriage because you don't want to be lonely or you want to have sex or, you know, you think it's going to complete you, yeah. you're going to set yourself up for failure every time. It's actually helped me to know what it is that I really want, you know, what I want out of life and the type of person that I want to do life with. Mm. What do you want to be able to see and recognize in Anthony uh, when this is all over? Like, what what differences do you want to see? What type of person, you know, do you want to, you know, kind of uh, see when you look in the mirror when all this is when all this is over? A person that is happy with himself. I don't think any relationship is ever going to matter as much as the one with myself. I think at the core of this, I've made the decisions that I've made because I didn't like myself. I thought I did, but I really didn't. I wasn't happy with me. And it goes back to being like a 12-year-old kid looking in the mirror, literally staring intently in the mirror because I'm trying to figure out why my parents don't want me or why a girl has never told me I was cute up until that point. You see what I'm saying? It's mm -hmm. like it's deeply rooted emotional traumas that made me think I was never good enough, no matter what the result was. Like, no matter if I did get the prettiest girl, like, it didn't mean anything to me because I really wasn't happy with me. So I think being able to be happy with myself, looking in the mirror and really being a fan of the man that I am, not just because of what I have, even though that is important, mm -hmm. but because of the decisions that I've made, because of the intentionality that I live with, um... But I think ultimately uh, the choices that I make, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I want to be very, I, and I just ain't never looked at nobody with pride, bro. And I and I hate to say that because I've had a lot of women in my lifetime, bro. I never looked at one with pride. Bro. That's that like that. Anthony, you did a damn good job. And it's got it has so little to do with the outward. Mm -hmm. It's it's got so little to do with that, but I think we can get so caught up in it, you know. And don't get me wrong, like you should 
want to have something that you like looking at. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. it's like, like yeah, bro, but are they just as broken and you just don't know it yet? And you like, I don't know, man. I, I think, I think it's, I think a lot of that is wrapped up in how good I am being with myself. That's what it is, because it's like I want to be able to look at myself and be happy with me, mm-hmm. and that's got to do with okay, am I doing the things that I said I would do? Am I am I doing it with a good pace? Am I sticking to my calendar? Am I making, my, am I keeping my commitments to my children? Like those type of things. Mm-hmm. But then it's also, are you okay if you go without being around this person? You see what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. are you just really good with just saying, now, because I can be the person who likes to go out and I can go get some drinks, I can go chill, I can kick it. But I also have these seasons where, it's where I put myself in a bad situation where it's like, I'm tired of being by myself. Yeah. You or you. And it's like, it don't matter. It's yeah. really, it's like who they really are. doesn't matter to me. It's just what I want in the moment. Yeah. So can yeah. I be true, truly at peace with is me and God and not to say that in no churchy way, but it's like, no, seriously, it's yeah. just me and him. We rocking and I'm cool for now. Yeah. Could I bring somebody into my space? Yes. Do I have options? Absolutely. But can I push that to the side for the moment to just rock out and be and live whatever purpose that I have? Can I build something right now in this season without feeling like I have to be attached to somebody? Because mm. that's that's been a big part of the issue. Yeah. After so long, I have to be attached. It's just that simple. You know, it's, it's not just enjoying somebody's company. It's, you know, I have to tell you about this, how I'm feeling and Bro, that's you don't know, bro. That stuff needs to be in a vacuum and it's set for specific seasons. You have to have certain conversations. You gotta see where people really are. Mm-hmm. Like and I've just never done that. Ever. Ever, ever. Mm. This the next time I do it will be the first time. Yeah. So yeah. Wow.